When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I got a long flight ahead of me tomorrow, all the way out to the West Coast. And I'm going to have one thought, one, that crosses my mind in the football sense over the entire five hours. Good morning to you. Good Friday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Steelers. It comes your way bright and early every weekday. If you're into hockey and or baseball, I also offer Daily Shots of Penguins and Pirates where you found this. It will be Steelers versus Rams. That's a 4 o'clock kickoff Eastern time, 1 o'clock out there. And it's a matchup of a team that's 3-2 and two coming off a bye against one that's 3-3 three and three and hasn't really gotten anybody excited anywhere. Of course, I'm not referring to L.A. where nothing about football excites anybody there. I mean just like the football world. Nobody talks about the Rams. They're a non-thing. Ever since they spent absolutely every resource they had in terms of money, cap space, and draft picks for the next millennium to win that Super Bowl, no one really, you know, says anything about them other than that Aaron Donald is still there. They're also not a particularly good run defense. And this is where I'm going to begin and end my analysis. Because I see these Steelers coming out of this by needing to establish one thing so far above everything else that everything else isn't even interesting. I mean, we're going to talk about it. We're going to break it down after the fact. I'm interested to see how Kenny Pickett responds. I'm interested to see how having possession receivers back on the field will make a difference. I'm interested to see some of the pass blocking that takes place, particularly as it relates to Dan Moore, who probably really shouldn't be starting. And yeah, there's things on the defense to watch too. The secondary, the concerns there. Is Joey Porter Jr. going to get out onto the field? Can the inside linebackers have another game like the one they had against the Ravens? How healthy is T.J. Watt going to be after he missed practice yesterday with a previously unknown heel injury? But they've got to run the ball. The Pittsburgh Steelers have to run the ball. Not just Sunday in Los Angeles, in all 12 of the remaining games. No exceptions, no asterisks, no, oh, well, they were too tough for us. The Rams rank 22nd in the NFL in run defense. I don't want to hear a blessed word about how the Rams were too tough for us defensively from anybody. The Steelers don't make excuses like that, but people do that for them, okay? I don't want to hear it. You have Najee Harris, you have Jalen Warren, you have people debating which of the two should be starting over the other. How about they both just perform really well? How about Anthony McFarland coming back from a knee injury contributes the way he was expected to back in training camp and into the preseason? 
kind of a wild card. Throw him in there. X factor. Don't know what to expect. He'll be the guy that beats you to the edge and finds some open grass and makes a big run out of it. How about that? How about Broderick Jones being on the field instead of more? I know I'm, I'm wasting my breath here. But going to say it anyway, Broderick Jones being out there, Darnell Washington being out there, and you tell 22, run behind them. Don't run up over them. Don't run into them. Run behind them. You're going to have room on that left side. One of those two kids, maybe both of them, are going to create space for you. Go make it happen. You're paying Chooks Accor for $8 million a year. You're paying James Daniels $8 million a year. Why can't you run to the right side? Why? If they can't run block, get them out of there. I, I don't care. I, I, at this point, you have to start talking the way the players are talking to people like me, which is we can't sit here and complain about the coordinator or fuss over X's and O's. At some point or other, we at least have to go out there and show what it is that we can do. That obviously goes for Kenny. It does. Kenny gets off pretty much blame-free. He shouldn't. I'll tell you right now that if Kenny'd been better, just Kenny, isolating on the stuff that he can control, this coordinator might have already been fired. As it is, you don't know. You genuinely don't know. How much of it is him? How much of it is this guy? How much of it is that guy? You don't know because Kenny hasn't been good enough. Having the fourth quarter rallies is wonderful. There's three other quarters last time I checked. But even there, I'm going to stop short because to me, this is about the run. If you were able to average 146.4 yards per game over the final nine games of last season, and you were able to go seven and two in that stretch, I could not care less who you were playing. And I doubly don't care who you're playing now, because as I've pointed out, and this isn't for anybody to take anybody lightly, it's just a fact. The schedule's lighter. That doesn't mean the Steelers are better than any of these teams, so don't misunderstand that. But it's lighter. The Rams aren't as good as the 49ers. So your excuses are gone. Your outlets are gone. You've just got to do what you were built to do. Did anybody doubt Omar Khan over the summertime? Anybody? Go ahead. Raise your hand. You're lying. You, I, I see you back there. You're lying. You thought Omar did a brilliant job of putting this all together. The players that they didn't have or acquire through the draft, they went out and got in free agency. And all of it was aimed toward principally having a running attack, having an offense that intimidated, that knocked people over. Let's bleeping see it, finally. When we come back, J1Q... Luxembourg, Garbett, Kelly, and George. LGKG is a personal injury law firm in Western Pennsylvania that represents people hurt in car accidents or who need help with workers' comp or medical malpractice. When the attorneys at LGKG make you a promise, they keep it. They've been keeping promises in our region for over 80 years. LGKG's been AV rated, the highest rating a law firm can receive. 
and they've been designated super lawyers. That's actually a thing for over 15 years. It's a rare combination. LGKG has offices in Cranberry, Newcastle, Beaver Falls, Butler, and Elwood City. Learn more about them by visiting lgkg.com or by calling 888-842-5454. LGKG. Today's J1Q comes from Buzz, who says, DK, I don't understand why the Steelers will talk about the Steelers' way and then they'll go out and get other teams' older players. It seems that most of them are just worn out and losing a step. They also seem to keep changing the practice squad an awful lot this year. Does that have to do with evaluating players improperly? Buzz, as always, when I hear a question that I hear something that's factually off, I'm, I'm going to at least offer my own stance on it. The number of time I've heard anybody associated with the Steelers, meaning a coach, a GM, even the owner, say the Steelers way. I don't know that I've ever heard it. I, I really don't. Maybe it's come up in somebody's introductory press conference or something else where there's some real happy vibes to it or whatever, but I don't hear that. I hear that from fans. I'll occasionally see it in media, but I've never heard it from the team. Uh, that's not something that's commonly spoken in sports across the board. I don't know where exactly it originated. I believe it started with Major League Baseball's Minnesota Twins. You used to hear, this was many years ago, about the Twins way. There was a Twins way of doing things all through their minor league system. And eventually, everybody developed a way. Okay? The Steelers got attached to somebody's notion of a way. I don't know that it exists. So let me start with that point before anything else. Secondly, your reference to going out and getting older players, if you're not talking about Patrick Peterson explicitly, then I don't know who you're talking about. So let's talk just about Pat Pete. Pat Pete would not be in Pittsburgh today if Omar had been able to keep Cam Sutton. He wasn't. Maybe Omar was guilty of uh, underestimating the veracity of Detroit's offer. Maybe Omar was guilty of underestimating Cam himself. Cam's a really, really good football player. Can bounce inside and outside, do a lot of different things for you. You know what's the best thing about Cam? You don't hear his name much over the course of a full season unless he comes away with some splash, which he was also capable of. I said at the time, you're going to feel the loss of Cam. I believe that. I also believe that there might have been a chance that the Lions overpaid. As it turns out, the Lions are 5-1, and one, largely on the strength of a terrific defense, of which Cam is a significant part. So they didn't. So they didn't, at least not yet. Good for Cam, good for the Lions, not so good for the Steelers, because they were left holding a literal bag. They were in... On Cam, they were making an offer to Cam. They later acknowledged that they felt it was a good offer. But then Cam took another one. So they're holding this bag. They need an outside corner. And they go and get Pat Pete. Aware that he's getting older, but also aware that he had five picks 
for the Vikings last year and before that, one of the better careers of any corner in the NFL over the past decade or so. So they felt like they were taking only a minimal risk and that over time you would see Joey Porter Jr. out there. Well, that's where this story takes a turn that goes way away from anything that you said and for that matter, anything that I just said. Because Porter should be starting. He should be starting Sunday in Los Angeles. I don't care if Cooper Cup fries him alive. I really don't. It's not as if the Steelers have been stopping anybody's top receiver all season so far. They haven't. Look at the numbers. Cup's probably going to put up similar numbers. And everyone's going to be rightly complaining about the secondary no matter who it is. So you might as well have Joey out there learning. Getting burned. But learning, and maybe, you know, he'll surprise you and make a play or two and make you aware of the fact that this is a player that you should be starting now on a regular basis because he gives you the best chance to win when the games matter even more as you get closer to Christmas. But Steelers way and stuff like that, just ask me what you want to ask me. You don't have to tiptoe around it. I appreciate the question. I appreciate everybody listening to Daily Shot of Steelers. Again, I'm flying out to L.A., Tomorrow, I'm not going to be there very long at all. Like, I get there Saturday night. The game, again, is at 1 p.m. California time and actually flying back on the red eye later that night. You said you wanted to do this for a living. Are you sure? 